Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Tasmania Talks, Vet Corner. Uh, what a pleasure to have a chat again with our very own uh, vet at uh, the owner and vet, I should say, at Pets Life Veterinary Care. It's Dr. Jen Griffiths. Jen, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And I should say Happy New Year, but I can also say Happy Easter as soon as I've seen all the eggs in the supermarkets. <laughs> but uh, it's that time already, isn't it? <laughs> oh, gosh, quickly it's going. Listen, today we're talking the, the cat management legislation that's coming into effect from 1st of March. Now, we've spoken about this before, but it's coming up on us now. So it's obviously a great idea to remind people. So, Jen, what exactly will change from March 1st? Can you talk us through them? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, basically, uh, it's really sort of how we're sort of managing our cats long term now, um, and it's all sort of coming into effect from the 1st of March. So, all cats over the age of four months need to be microchipped and desexed. So, that is a little change because um, previously we were doing them sort of around about six months of desexing, but that obviously has been reduced down to four months under this legislation. So, people right. probably just need to be very aware of that. Um so that's really a key thing, and, and obviously they're very, very keen on getting cats desexed for obvious reasons, and it, it's good responsible pet ownership as well, so we're obviously supportive of that. Um, it's also they are limiting the number of cats that can be kept on a property, so um, also from the 1st of March, a person is not um, allowed to keep more than four cats over the age of four months on their property without a permit. So obviously, um, I think that's a key um, sentence there, without a mm. permit. So obviously, four. there are permits that, that can be obtained, but you will obviously need to apply for that and, and look into what you need to do if you have got more than four cats. And uh, t- talk me through, is there a registration process? Um, so currently there isn't a registration process yeah. for cats at the moment. So um, I don't know if that will come into effect at some point. I'm sure it, it may head that way. Um, if you're uh, a breeder, you do need to be registered and they do need to be uh, a member of a recognised cat organisation. So that's a little bit, um, I suppose that falls into that category a little bit. But for, for pet cats at the moment, no, that's currently not um, uh, uh, you know required. Um, the, I think the the other main thing is that um, currently, and one of the questions that I think has been asked is that are you bound by law to contain your cat on your property? And um, there isn't currently a requirement to keep your cat contained on your property. However, I think we're all very aware that that is very strongly encouraged, um, you know, in order to prevent um, the native wildlife being affected and also for obvious reasons as well for harm to your own cat. So, they, you know, they could be hit by a car, they could be attacked by a dog or, you know, very various other things that they could come to harm and, and we're just trying to avoid all of that um, you know, long term because that's pretty awful things to happen to your cats. Well, a lot of cats do roam at night, don't they? And um, even when I go to work very early in the morning, um, usually before dawn, but I see so many cats out and about. Absolutely. That's when they're often most, um, uh, you know, getting up to, to no good, unfortunately. So um, it certainly is something that we want to try and encourage. So keeping your cat in overnight is certainly the more ideal situation. Um, having things like cat runs in and having enclosures and things on your property, again, to keep them safe, but it does mean that they can have access to the outside world. We do understand that cats do love to be outside and there are some cats that are not suited necessarily to a totally indoor environment. So 
having access to the outdoors absolutely is important and that environmental enrichment um, but being able to do it in a safe way and of course again it comes back down to the fact as well that native wildlife will also be kept safe because the cats equally can't reach them and and can't cause damage that way as well. Yeah, 1st of March it all comes in. Um, Do you think down the track though that uh, because obviously it'll be a great money-making venture for the government to uh, register cats like they do with dogs? Look, yeah, look, I wonder if it will eventually come into place or not. Yeah, I, look, I think it's still a really good idea, though, regardless of the money-making side of it. It's just that, you know, it is a way for us to be able to to um, to manage pets. And, and going forward, I think that's really important. And I don't really see, you know, cats, you know, can be um, treated the same as in that regard as dogs. You know, if you have got a cat, then registration is probably just, just as important. So it may well come into effect. I don't know when or if that will happen, but it might be something that would be on the cards down the track. And Jen, what sort of things then should we be doing to prepare for March 1st, really? Um, so I think um, just, I, I suppose it probably does come a little bit back down to um, uh, have a chat to your vet, make sure that you've got a vet. If you're getting a kitten, having a chat to the breeder, is that kitten coming to you sexed, microchipped and vaccinated already? Because there will be some requirements, I believe, on that part as well. Um, but making sure that you do actually have a vet in place. Vets are in short supply at the moment and we are struggling to fit people in. So if you have then got, um, you know, uh, deadlines to meet and, and, you know, and things like that that need to be um, sorted out, make sure that you're getting that all sorted now so that you know when you can get your cat in for desexing, getting it microchipped, vaccinated and so on. Um, because these are all really important things and I think, you know, preparation is the key. Um, it's not something that can be probably just um, shoved in at, at last minute. So just making sure that you can sort of get sorted with all of that is a really good piece of advice I can give. Okay. Good advice, too. We haven't got enough vets. I mean, we need more vets, Jen. We do, we do, we do, and I can't stress that enough. It's um, It's been a, a tough few months, and, you know, we're struggling to, you know, to keep up with the workload we are fitting in as much as we possibly can. But it certainly has taken its toll, and, you know, we're doing everything we can. But um, it just, I think people, if they can just be aware and, and just be a little understanding of the fact that we are um, working at absolute maximum capacity and, and trying very, very hard to get everything uh, sorted. And, and obviously we have to... Uh, allow for emergencies coming through our doors every day um, and you know in instances those do have to take priority in some cases so yeah, and um, yeah it's, it's, well it's march the first it's only four cats allowed uh, in your house and uh, what's the age the, the ages so it's gone from six months what to four you said yeah four months um so all cats over the age of four months must be microchipped and desexed. Yeah. so that's just a little bit of a change there for people to get used to so yeah, certainly contact your vets, um, have a chat to your breeder if you're getting a cat from your breeder, talk to the local cat management facilities, people like Rachel at Just Cats and things, they'll be able to have a lot of information for you. Um, and there is a website to visit, um, which is tazzycat.com. Tazzycats.com. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good. Jen, uh, thanks for giving us a reminder. Two months first will be here before we know it. Dr. Jen Griffiths is the owner and vet at Pets Life Veterinary Care, and I look forward to having a chat next week, Jen. No worries. Thanks, Mike. Have a good day. You too. Good to talk to you. Thanks so much. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.